Well, good morning, everyone. And today we're continuing our Red Letter series, looking at the words of Jesus. And to open, I want to start at the end of today's reading, because at the end we're told something very special about the words of Jesus. Matthew 7, verse 28 says, When Jesus finished speaking, the crowds were astonished by his teaching. And the actual Greek word used here is ekpleso, which is awestruck, amazed, overwhelmed. It would also be used for something that might take your breath away like a blow to the stomach. So what we're being told here is that the words of Jesus, who spoke with such power and authority emanating from him, struck those who heard him like a thunderbolt to the heart. And so I pray this morning, Heavenly Father, may we hear Jesus' words in the same way today. Amen. Ask, seek, knock is how we know these verses. But it's probably much more helpful at the outset to understand that in the original Greek, the words would imply a more continuous action. Ask and keep on asking. Seek and keep on seeking. Knock and keep on knocking. And the inference here is constant, steadfast, persistent prayer and petition. And Jesus lays before us a model for lifelong learning and a lifestyle of journeying and growing in relationship with God the Father. And just as we all know, children never stop asking things of their parents. And we always hope to be able to meet their needs and bless them with good things. The language used here would be that of a child asking their father or a subject petitioning their king. What's interesting about these statements is that they're all a two-way street. They're all directives to us, our part to be persistent as we've seen. But each of these is also a promise from God. And it will be. We see God's part in it, the promise that we will receive when we ask. We will find when we seek. He will come to us when we hear and open the door. So let's look at each of these promises. Ask. I'm sure we're all more acutely aware than ever before of our absolute need of the Lord in this time. Not just provision for our families, but security, peace, protection, health. So many needs at the moment. But listen to the words of Philippians 4 verse 19. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. This is a blessing, but it's also a promise and a truth and a word of encouragement that you can stand firm on today. Matthew 21 verse 22 tells us, Whatever you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. And there is incredible power in the believing, faithful prayer spoken in line with God's will. When our will and God's will are the same, that's when miracles happen. Again, John 14, verse 14, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And so, as we heard last week when we looked at Matthew 6, do not worry. Your Father in heaven knows your needs before you ask. Seek God and what he requires of you and all your needs will be met. The door of heaven's store is open to you. These are God's promises, truths and encouragement for us all to stand firm on in these days. Let's think about seeking and keeping on seeking. Isaiah 55 verse 6 Seek the Lord while he may be found Call upon him It's a great comfort in these times to know that the Lord is close to those who are feeling crushed Psalm 34 It's in our hardest times that the Lord is closest Again God's promises, truth and encouragement for us to stand firm on today Are you seeking to understand the world right now? What's really going on? What God's saying and where God is in it all? James 1 verse 5 says, Do any of you lack wisdom? You should ask God who gives generously. It will be given to you. 
And by wisdom here, James doesn't mean the knowledge to enable you to homeschool your kids forever and ever, but the spiritual understanding, heaven's perspective on our current situation. Is it a closer relationship with the Lord that you seek? In these uncertain times, there are going to be those who are turning to God for the first time. There's going to be those seeking to return. And there's going to be those who know the Lord and love the Lord, but are pushing more and more into him for his comfort and revelation at this time. And all of us who seek the Lord, to all of us, he says, listen, I'm continuously knocking. Open the door and I will come in and feed your soul. The Lord says, come into my presence and make it your habit to continue to do so daily. Come away with me to that secret space. Spend time with me, learning at my feet. Build a relationship with me. Build up your history together, you and the Lord, your own private jokes and language. Knock and the door will be open to you is an offer of relationship and friendship. But it's so much more than that. It's an offer of intimacy and covenant relationship. Revelation 3 verse 20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him. And many of you will know the painting by Holman Hunt that is in St Paul's Cathedral. And the painting shows a really overgrown door that's been closed for a very long time. Christ stands at the door knocking, but there's no handle on his side of the door because the choice is for us to open the door and invite him in. And this reference is a Jewish wedding tradition that the bridegroom and his father would go to the bride's door and knock and the bridegroom would have in his hand a cup of wine and the price for the bride. What a powerful picture of the gospel right there in that one image. God the Father, Christ the bridegroom king, with his blood poured out, having paid the full price for his bride, the church. And that promise, if you hear me, let me in, and I will be with you as one in covenant. And how poignant today seems the symbol of an open door when we're all on lockdown listening to this. But an open door is an opportunity, and this present situation we find ourselves in is also an opportunity. In fact, every crisis has to be seen as an opportunity to push into God, to have a deeper understanding and deeper relationship with him. So seek God. This is the time to gather spiritual truth, to hold on to his promises. This is the time to build ourselves and our families up on a diet of God's truth and the life-giving words of Jesus. Verse 24 of our reading tells us, hear these words of Jesus, build your life on them. Hear God's promises, truth and encouragement. And when trouble comes, you will not be shaken. You will stand firm like a house built on the rock. And Jesus is that solid rock and our firm foundation. All of us have seen how very quickly in the last couple of weeks that things can change, how society and everything we think we rely on can be shaken. But God... God is the only constant, unchanging, eternal, the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. We build our lives on him because he will never be shaken. We feed on his words, hold fast to his promises, build on his truth and rest in his peace and encouragement. We've talked today about the Bridegroom King and today is Palm Sunday when Jesus rode into Jerusalem to start his journey to the cross. The people cheered and laid down a path of palm leaves as they would to welcome and celebrate a coming king. The people asked, who is this coming on a donkey? And the crowd shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Save us now, son of David. 
In their shouts, they're acknowledging Jesus as Messiah as they're literally shouting, save us, save your king. And here we are again on this Palm Sunday saying, save us, save your king. As a closing thought before we pray, I just want to say this. As I thought about the bridegroom king and the saviour king, I remembered the scripture that Paul read over us at the start of this strange year. And that scripture was from Song of Solomon, chapter 8, verse 5. The heading in my Bible, the Passion Translation, is actually the Bridegroom King. And it says this. Who is this? Look at her now, rising out of the desert, clinging to her beloved. Who is this? This is the Bride, the Church, rising out of this desert we've found ourselves in, clinging to the beloved, the Bridegroom King. And may we all make it through this present trial, clinging to the Bridegroom King. Hosanna. Amen. I'm going to pray. The Lord is here. His spirit is with us. You may want to just close your eyes and picture him. You may want to hold out your hands as a gesture to receive him or to hold his hand. Jesus stands at the door and knock. And I want to pray for you as three groups of people. Maybe you're choosing to respond to his voice and let him into your life for the first time. Maybe you've wandered off and that door's been closed for a while and you want to recommit to the Lord and invite him into your life again. Or maybe you and the Lord have a long history together but you are hearing that call to go deeper in this season. Lord Jesus, we open that door to you now and we welcome you in. You are welcome, Lord. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. We need you, Lord. We love you. I'm going to say a prayer of commitment. You may be saying it for the first time or you may want to recommit to the Lord. But say these lines after me if you want to. Lord Jesus, for too long I have kept you out of my life. I know that I have sinned. I know I need you to save me. I've heard your knock. I'm ready to trust you as my Lord and Saviour. Now I open the door. Come into my heart. Come into my life. And be my saviour. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, please get in contact with us at All Saints Woodford Wells. We'd love to support you in your new journey of faith. Congratulations and you will have the best Easter ever. Have a good week everybody. God bless. Bye bye.